A quick copyright dispute case update in Shazam Productions Limited against Only Fools Dining Experience, which was heard in the Intellectual Property Enterprise Court in summer 2022 by John Kimball QC. The key question was whether a fictional character can be protected under UK copyright law. This is the first substantive decision in the UK courts on the point, and it also looked at the fair dealing defence of parody and perceived and passing off. Many of you will know the well-known British 1980s TV comedy series Only Fools and Horses. The series followed the life of fictional market trader Derek Trotter, known as Del Boy, his brother Rodney, and other memorable characters. The claimant, Shazam, had the right to exploit the IP rights in relation to Only Fools and Horses. The defendants opened in an interactive, immersive dining show called The Only Fools, The Kushti Dining Experience. Over the three-course meal, performers acted out scenes based on a script produced by a number of people with improv and interaction with the diners. The actors in that dining experience used the appearance, mannerisms, voices and catchphrases of Del Boy and other characters from the TV series. The storyline and character development from series six were the main focus of the dining experience, and the characters were presented in an interactive pub quiz format, which actually didn't feature in Only Fools and Horses. Shazam sued the defence. The judge held that copyright subsisted in the Only Fools and Horses script as a dramatic work, but not a literary work. He followed an earlier decision that a film screenplay was a dramatic work, and so it was a small step to categorise a script for a TV show as a dramatic work. He wasn't convinced, though, that the body of the scripts taken as a whole was a dramatic or literary work. He found that the body of scripts was never intended to be performed as a work in its own right. Only the individual script was performed, filmed and broadcast. There had never been a suggestion that the scripts as a whole would be performed continuously, one after the other. Also, it wasn't a literary work either. Although there were plenty of examples of a literary work being published in chapters and then republished as a single work, so for example, Charles Dickens' novels, in those instances, it was clear that both the individual chapters and the final completed body of work as a whole were each separate copyright works. Here, though, there was no suggestion as to where or when the story would end, or that the scripts were meant to be regarded as a unitary whole. So the world of Only Fools and Horses, as the claimant put it, in the body of the scripts was not a literary work in itself. So then the character of Del Boy as a literary work. So as the judge acknowledged, there was so little discussion in English case law as to whether and in what circumstances copyright could subsist in a character from a literary or, or a dramatic work. He turned to first principles and on copyright subsistence, he looked at the seminal Kofamel decision that a work must be original subject matter, which is the author's own intellectual creation, and it must be the expression of that creation. In applying that test, found that the character of Del Boy was both original and clearly identifiable from the script. He then concluded that the character was designed to perform in the same way that a screenplay was, so it was properly categorised as a literary work. To ca characterise the character as a dramatic work would have been a strained interpretation of the closed list of copyright works under English law. The Kofamel test was satisfied and the character of Del Boy was protectable. As an aside, that's consistent with the approach taken in Germany, where Pippi Longstocking has been held to be protectable as a literary work, and the same in the US with Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson. Determining infringement, the judge went through first principles again, whether a whole or a substantial part of the work has been taken or copied, was there actual copying, and at the guts of it, whether the original work 
has been copied and whether it's the expression of the intellectual creation of the work that's been copied or not. And the evidence of infringement was overwhelming and obvious. Defendant's dining experience, the character of Del Boy, his backstory, his relationship had all been copied. It was infringement, even though there was no evidence of the actors or the writer using the actual scripts from the Only Fools and Horses. So, but there was a clear case of indirect copying. In relation to parody or pastiche, the judge gave a nice summary of what they are. In relation to parody, it focuses on criticising or mocking the original, but there must be some critical dis distance between the new work and the original work. Noted, it's quite unusual for there to be parodies of comedies. This was an imitation of a work, not a parody. And with pastiche, the essential ingredient is imitating the style of another work. But again, there needs to be that distance from the original work. Here again, it wasn't that. It was a wholesale borrowing of content, which is closer to a reproduction than a pastiche. There was no fair dealing here because the material taken from the script was, both ex was extensive in both quantity and quality. And not a lot of time was spent on the passing off claim, but essentially the claimant had built up significant goodwill. Only Fools and Horses and the leading characters and the use of the name Only Fools dining experience was liable to confuse and mislead. A long decision is a significant development in English copyright law. This time an English court has ruled that a fictional character can be protected by copyright as a literary work. We've got a great discussion on parody and pastiche and let's see if it sparks more challenges against tribute style experiences or even character impersonators. Thanks for listening.